0: welcome to the influential parent we are your hosts amanda blake and nikki porter this podcast provides
1: both a parent and educator perspective and the facts in order to help parents become informed about all things tech whether it is social media our
0: apps or websites that our children have access to this podcast will hopefully help you navigate the ever-changing technology journey with your children
1: so think back to our last episode, we talked about that consumer side of TikTok, what it was like to set up an account with your child mm-hmm. or even yourself. Myself. We also talked a little bit about that algorithm and how that app or other apps want to keep us hooked Yeah. once we're inside of that app.
0: Yeah. So Nikki, speaking of staying hooked, I know you set up your own TikTok account. And I'm curious to know, do you think... TikTok has noticed what you've been noticing. I actually think
1: TikTok has been watching. So if I'm watching a video all the way through, I do get more of that type of content. If I am scrolling
0: through a certain type of video, that starts to appear less frequently. So Nikki, I've noticed that too on mine. And the other day I was on TikTok and I saw that there was this one video that was kind of weird, like not something that I would want to see more of. It was like that car crash thing where you're like, oh, like I want to keep driving, but you can't look away, you know, but you know, you you should look away. And I literally thought to myself, keep scrolling. I don't want TikTok to think that I want more of this, you know, and that I really thought back to our conversation And then I quickly was like, let me find a dog video and like watch it twice. So that TikTok is like, oh, she's really interested in that. And that was just a fluke because I didn't want that. So I had to try and correct my algorithm. (laughs) Yeah. I just find it fascinating
1: how that whole idea of the algorithm creating the content, pulling it in. It's just a, I don't know. I just fascinated with that whole kind of idea Fascinated in a good way when it comes Mm -hmm. to the good stuff, but it's also, I think, in a way scary that they're able to notice and
0: and keep track. Right. I think, and we're definitely going to talk about that in a different episode because when you're getting more of what you're noticing it can feed your own biases yeah and it can be scary especially for kids so we'll talk about that in a later episode definitely more of the ethics
1: behind all yes. of that kind of stuff yeah so well i will tell you that the majority of the videos that i primarily watch that come up on my for you page is animals Oh, love those animals. The funny things that they end up doing are unusual animals. There's great ones where there was a little puppy that started hugging a duck. Oh, and then sat on top of So these, you know, unusual friends that end up kind of coming in. It was cute. So those are the ones I I will say, say that I am into like pimple popping and that, like Dr. Pimple Popper is one of my favorite shows to watch. (laughs) I, have been gross when that video comes up or oh it's just like God. they start you know pinching it or take the tweezers to pull out like <laughs> 75
0: hairs from this one thing I mean it's yeah I love it I am okay. one of those so I need to scroll quickly past that stuff so <laughs> I can't handle it I
1: I do have to say I, I enjoy watching those other videos of people that play tricks on one another oh the the reaction um yeah. but it it just cracks me up. I know a lot of people that I've talked to about TikTok, whether they have it in that they just, why they have TikTok and it's just pure entertainment. It's you know, Mm de-stress, bring on some laughs because of either animals or the joking and some, but really I haven't, you mentioned something that came up on your, for you page on your feed. That was weird. I really haven't yet come across anything that was inappropriate on my co- account, but I really haven't gone into search for things mm-hmm. yet either. But in the time since we've talked about that one and I yeah. said, maybe I can talk to my daughter about the, this whole TikTok idea. Mm-hmm. And so I did get her signed up We created her account, but then at the we were actually in car rider line. So I ran out of time (laughs) and could not pair the accounts so then I can see and and restrict her. But we did in that time really have that conversation of what, again, is appropriate for you to be watching. We did talk about why do you want the the TikTok account Mm -hmm. and that, what she wanted to get out of it. So we did have that conversation and she said, you know what, mom, you and dad look at my phone anyways, like YouTube. (laughs) Yeah. You look at my history on my phone. So why am I going to search for anything? Right. So she's just not interested in it. But she also knows, well, I'm not going to do it because I don't want to get in trouble. Right. So
0: And that reminds me, you said you ran out of time. Two things I love about the fact that you were doing this in Car Rider Line. It was just a conversation. It's not like you said, okay, we are going to sit down and we are going to talk about TikTok. And I'm going to lay down some rules. It was just it was just happening in the car. And that speaks to you're going to have opportunities then to have just open natural conversations because that's what it is. It's just a conversation that you have. And when you said you didn't get through setting up her account that reminds me of your driving analogy from our last episode. If you're teaching a child to use this tool, which is a car, you don't just say, okay, we're going to, I'm going to talk to you about it for 20 minutes and then I'm going to send you off on your own. But really does take time. So I almost think it's a good thing that you ran out of time because that gives you an opportunity to come back to it. And there's yeah. going to be some more kind of teaching or conversations the yeah. next time you approach
1: TikTok. Yeah. And I think just through that and then,
0: I'll be able to see what she's been
1: watching because mm-hmm. it'll be on her for you page. You know, we'll just sit down and chat about it as we're going to then pair it. You know, yeah. I can just look, so what have you been following what, yeah. or who are you following? What have you been watching? What are you doing on TikTok? So it does allow me to put in some more time for the conversation.
0: So Nikki, you're helping your daughter set up her, account, her TikTok account, and that's so she can participate in the consumer side of TikTok. I don't know if you've thought about this. I don't know if you and your daughter have had the conversation or whether she wants to be a creator on TikTok. So do you think there's value in helping our kids create content on TikTok? Amanda, that's a a loaded question.
1: I want to first say that I can honor a parent's point of view either way. You're going to have people that are skeptical that says no and parents that are like, yeah, yeah. But I did recently read an article on a website called cyberwise.org because I really wanted to know the pros and cons of TikTok. And so this particular post was discussing the kids' mental health, which mm-hmm. is a topic we like to keep at our forefront on our podcast. So yeah, Some of the benefits or the pros of TikTok as a creator that that they mentioned is it can be a way for our children to start making friends. Our shy kids may struggle with making friends in person, but doesn't have that extra feeling of pressure when they're trying to communicate if they're face-to-face. So this can be good and bad at the same time. But if you remember in our last episode, depending on the age, this can be restricted Mm -hmm. as you and your child learn the platform. This would be a great opportunity to chat with your child about the boundaries within TikTok and why those boundaries are there.
0: Yeah. And you don't have to, when you mentioned about friends, I don't think it's about sending your shy kid out and being like, oh, make friends with someone. But if it's a neighbor or someone at school. Or uh, a friend of yours has children her age, it might yeah. be a time to just help them kind of practice being yeah. a little more themselves yes. and then continuing that relationship in real life yeah. it's kind of a, a foot in the door.
1: Well, and, and even through there, when they're on TikTok or any social media, they're connecting with people with interests. So yeah. if they find an interest, a commonality, it's a little bit easier for them to start having the conversation and becoming more yeah. comfortable. It was also mentioned it is a creative outlet for our kids. There's is a bit more to creating a video than just clicking that record button. And listen, our kids are great with these. They love filters. They love music. They love <laughs> to add stickers, changing the background. What I thought was cool is they you could actually change the background so you're at a completely different location like oh the gosh. Eiffel Tower what? or Statue of Liberty. I think that that's a fantastic way for them to kind of hide their background where their yeah. house. And I'm going to get into that part because that is a con, but I'll talk about that okay. a little bit more. What I also like about it is, especially if they're going to be talking – they've got to practice it so they might write a script so our kids are writing oh my gosh for fun (laughs) because they've got to practice it they need to know what to say we practice we kind of write a script we do we've (laughs) got to figure out what are we going to say and we ad lib as we're talking but we need to be prepared and so the kids are actually getting some writing in parents they can make money there are kids right now making money on youtube and TikTok's getting into that whole money side of it yeah, as well so it's crazy to me I think back Amanda when my son was in kindergarten they did a writing piece of what do you want to be when you grow up and Course, my son at that time says,
0: YouTuber. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Remember, it used to be, I want to be a teacher. I want to be a firefighter. Police and now- <laughs> officer,
1: all of those. And that, now, this is nine years ago, mm-hmm. you know, and YouTubers were a thing, mm-hmm. but it was not something that I would have thought. So I was very surprised. But When YouTubers, I'm going to go on that side, with a million subscribers can make like 60 grand a year. Oh my gosh,
0: I'm in the wrong business.
1: I (laughs) cannot believe it. And it's all about those advertising gigs Mm -hmm. and the subscribers. It also comes in based on the total number of likes and followers. I did check out on Forbes. They said that a TikToker can earn between 100 and 250 grand. for a branded video so there's lots of levels it's it's very involved but the idea here parents is our kids can be making money (laughs) no more saving for college parents they 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 can do it themselves they can earn (laughs) the money themselves right now so those are some of the 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 pros of getting your kids to create on tiktok Now, on the flip side, there are concerns that we do want parents to think about as they start considering of getting their kids on TikTok creating. Okay, um, It can harm their privacy. Yeah. Be aware. And that was that part when I said, put the, something in the background yeah. so they cannot figure out, like they talked about not putting videos where your car, you could see the license plate because then you can actually get that information. And I mean, it's out there, the house address, things like that. So having that background, that backdrop is actually a safe way for them to kind of be discreet of where they are. So negative comments on posts can really harm their self-esteem They're at an age that they can't understand when people, A, don't like something that they thought was really good. And so definitely, if you are looking at that creative side with your child, have that conversation of
0: people might not like it. They might say mean things. And Nikki, I think that goes for any age. Like in my mind, I'm picturing your kids, you know, nine and 14. But I mean, even... You know, if we we could get into brain development and all that, but even 17 and 18 year olds, you know, when they're posting things may not know how to process negative comments just because of the stage of development their brain is in. So even if you have older kids, older teens... This is still a, a topic that you need to discuss with your kids.
1: And again, and we've talked about this a few times now, when you see your child was on a device and their mood changes, yep. that's probably a red flag to say, "Oop, hey, Amanda, yeah. you seem kind of distraught. What's up? You seem kind of sad. That's the, the thing to kind of look out for. The last thing that they mentioned, and this one's, this is a touchy subject, but it is exposing the child to the wrong people. Although this app is very popular with the younger generation, there are older people using it and they might not be in it for good. So be aware of who's commenting, sending messages to your child. But depending on that type of restriction or pairing that you have with your child's account, parents, you can monitor that pretty easily, but it is something to still even have a conversation with your child about it if it's not restricted. What do you do when somebody's asking you these questions? When they're kind of, hey, send me a picture or whatever it is, have that conversation up front so they know how to handle it themselves or come to you about that situation.
0: Nikki, that reminds me of the story you told where your son was interacting with someone on a PlayStation game and he started getting an odd or uncomfortable feeling as that conversation went on. And he did end up going to you you know, to say, hey, mom, and kind of told you about that conversation. Yeah. And because of the conversation, I told him
1: his options of how to handle it. So he knew he ended up just getting off the game because he didn't want to interact anymore with them. So, and Amanda, I'm going to have that same conversation with my daughter as she starts to use TikTok, start creating and connecting with other people. That's going to be a little bit of time, but... I need to have that conversation now. So then if she does ever feel uncomfortable about a comment or an interaction, she knows that she can come to me.
0: You were so right, Nikki, when you talked about this whole topic of being a TikTok creator, being a loaded issue. So for the sake of time today, can we say that we're going to talk through the situation as if a parent has decided to allow their child to begin posting on TikTok. Mm-hmm. They've made this decision. Do they just hand their kid the phone or tablet and walk away? And, and, and they're ready? They can create what they want on TikTok?
1: <laughs> yeah, just like we've been talking, we have to scaffold it. It's that idea of helping our children gradually step into the digital spaces With that support of a trusted parent or adult, maybe start by offering to somehow take part in the video, like asking your child if they want you to record it or maybe be in the background, things like that. This will help them be a little more conscientious of what they're posting, and it gives you, as the parent, an idea of what sort of things that they're interested in. So Nikki, I hear you've made a big commitment to your daughter for for this weekend. I do have a big commitment. She's been asking me to create a TikTok video with her. And yes, we are going to do it. And I'll talk a little bit about that more towards the end. All right. Okay.
0: So along with the scaffolding part, I want to bring up something from our very first episode, those family contracts. From the beginning, we've reminded ourselves and you all, our listeners, that this document will constantly change over time. And becoming a contributor on social media is definitely a point that you may want to revisit in the family agreement. Maybe set up some family norms. Are you allowed to have a sibling in the video What does your family contract say about those types of things? And I think that that is a
1: great point because I think not everybody wants to be online. Mm -hmm. And so getting that permission Mm -hmm. and knowing what those guidelines boundaries are and parents, it can change. I think about my daughter right now, the way that she's using TikTok might change when she becomes older and so yeah i think that p- parents just because you set them now if something were to happen yeah that you didn't think of and you're like oop, let's go revisit the gifts again exactly but, and it reminds me i spoke to a mom who allowed her daughter to go back onto TikTok now that this family pairing is available the family's been very open about technology and has been like early on they mm-hmm. this trust that has been built with their boys who are a few years older than her daughter and they're, they're adults now, but they'll still say, mom, I'm thinking of posting this on social media. What do you think? And they still have conversations. So I'm really proud of this mom and and dad who have really created this open conversation back to her daughter. She is creating content on TikTok, and it's just private to people that she knows. So Mm -hmm. it's family basically. And her daughter, Put something on TikTok that was not appropriate, but her daughter didn't know it was not appropriate. She had no clue what it even meant. Yeah. Okay. So mom could have said, I'm taking your phone. Yep. Or shutting off TikTok, but she didn't. She used it as a learning opportunity because guess what? Our children make mistakes. Mm-hmm. They make mistakes without the technology, and we teach them, we talk with them. It's a learning thing. We want to do that with our technology as well. Also, the other point is as parents, we want to monitor, we want to mentor our children and provide that feedback and or redirection when they need it. So we just have to give our children, our students, those opportunities and places to learn. Amanda, safety is always one of my biggest concerns when I think about my kids on social media We've talked before about how these tech companies are are using the information that's collected by the users. And let's be honest, very <laughs> few of us actually read every word on the terms and agreements when we join a new platform. So can we talk a little bit about some of those guidelines a family can begin to talk about when it comes to posting content?
0: Yeah, and I read this really funny thing while doing some research for this episode. It comes from the Council of Europe's guide to helping children become digital citizens. So listen to this. Ask your children how they would feel if they were told to stand in a busy marketplace and shout out their name, home address, phone number, and name of their school. Help them understand that the internet is like a huge virtual marketplace, but you cannot even see who is next to you and maybe listening to you. Personal data needs to be protected wherever you are. And so if you wouldn't say it in the middle of Walmart or do it, maybe you shouldn't say it or do it on TikTok.
1: <laughs> That's great. Amanda, you've mentioned that I have a commitment this weekend. Yeah. <clears throat> and it is that my daughter wants to create her fit first TikTok video. She and I are going to learn a dance. And I, I will tell you that she does not like when I dance in the car rider line or singing and that. It's gotten to the point where she's like, Mom, stop it. She turns the music off. Everything It's just awful. So I'm going to tell my daughter, A, that. Like, you want to do TikTok, but you don't let me dance in the car rider line. How is this different? But... Yes. So McKenna and I are going to create our first TikTok video. I asked her to find the dance. I said, the harder, the better, because her mom is such an awesome dancer. (laughs) (laughs) But but we, that scaffolding, we're doing it together. I have not created one before. So we'll create it together and we'll just play around with it. We'll okay. just have those conversations. But kind of what happens if somebody made a not so nice comment? Right. What are we going to do? How are we going to feel? So,
0: yeah, I'm yeah. excited about it. I'm excited to see this. I
1: will share it with you. Make when, sure you send it to me. <laughs> when we are done, I will share it. So, And parents, if you want to check it out, too, you can go on TikTok. We'll and you post it on soon. our Twitter. Yes. <laughs>
0: Thanks for joining us today. We invite you to join us in the conversation using the hashtag #TheInfluentialParent on Twitter, and tell us how the conversations are going. Tag me Amanda using @StoryOfABlake and tag Nikki at Nicole
1: M. Porter, and that's Nicole with an H and I C H O L E.